Welcome to Cinema 7. It is Mary Bakari. I'm going to be the host this episode, but I'm also going to be very alone this episode. It's just going to be me. Um, today I'm going to talk about today, tomorrow, whatever day you're listening to it. It'll be today, I guess. Um, I'm going to be talking about the movie Barry and also um, Southside with you. Um, both are about Barack Obama. Uh, Barry's more about Barack Obama and his... Um, Earlier life, uh, I guess his first days going to college in New York. Um, Southside with You is about the first date between Michelle Obama and Barack Obama. Um, both, I thought, were uh, pretty good movies, but we'll get into that in a little bit. First, I'm going to talk about some news. So bear with me. Uh, I'm by myself. But uh, news, let's see. We got some Blade Runner news. They think that the... Replicant character from the original movie is going to return. Um, the dude with the blonde hair. I don't remember his name. If you know what I'm talking about, uh, hit me up on Twitter on Cinema7 underscore podcast. And uh, tell me that I'm an idiot. And I, don't, I didn't remember the guy's name from the first Blade Runner. But, yes, yeah, the one with the blonde hair, the main, the main replicant guy that uh, Harrison Ford's chasing. Apparently he might return into the movie CGI-wise. Um, other news, Sylvester Stallone confirms Expendables 4 is moving forward. I don't know how I feel about Expendables 4. I mean, everybody wants The Rock to be in it, I guess. Um, I remember when they were making the second one, they were talking about how Stone Cold would, was going to have a twin brother, and uh, Stone Cold would return as that twin brother, which would have kind of been uh, kind of funny, but... I don't know. If you guys are excited for Spendable 4, hit us up on Twitter. What the heck did I just say? Expendables 4. If you're excited for it, you know, message me on Twitter. Message us on Twitter, I should say, not me. Don't don't message me. Message us. Cinema 7 underscore podcast. My little cousin used to call uh, Expendables when we first saw it. I saw it with my uncle and my cousin when he was young. Um... He called it the Jumpman Squad or something. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, I mean, if we're still a little sad about Carrie Fisher, um, if you want to see uh, some tributes to her, uh, Mark Hamill pens a really beautiful tribute to her. Um, if you want to look that up, uh, should he has it somewhere on his page, I believe, uh, like Facebook wise and Twitter, he probably posted it as well. But that it's a it's a beautiful tribute to her and. And, um, yeah, I'm by myself, so bear with me, like I said. Um, really, I don't see a lot of news, other than Gareth Edwards talks about the bank-to-tank scene in Rogue One. I wanted to humanize Vader. Um, I, I saw that. I, 
I believe that's what he was going for when I saw that in theaters. I thought that was kind of cool how, you know, he he's Vader, but you still get to see what's inside the suit, I guess, a little bit. You get a little image, and it's not, um, I don't want to say pleasing, but it's a very disturbing look at, you know, you first see Vader since episode three, and it looks very damaging. Um, that's, I believe that's it for, uh, oh, new Rings poster. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know how I feel about them making another Rings movie. Uh, do I think they should have made a second one? No. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, I guess Hollywood just wants to bring everything back that was successful and see if it will be re-successful, which there'll be idiots to go make it successful, so they keep making it. But it's just, I don't know. It's like rebooting stuff and all that. It's cool, I guess, if you want to reboot it, but you got to wait for the right time, I guess. And I feel like we don't wait for the right time. I feel like our society pushes for things too fast, if that makes sense. Apparently there's a new Harley Quinn image. From Suicide Squad, I don't understand. Unless it's something from behind the scenes, or oh, it's just a picture. Okay, no, that was a that was a waste of time. Um, have you guys seen? Oh, speaking of top ten, actually, let me get into. We're gonna do our top ten sooner or later, hopefully. Um, I'm trying to get Chris Hawk, John Kenoki, and Josh to be all aboard. When they are free, so we can all four of us can sit down and talk about the worst uh, ten movies we've seen in in 2016, and the best our top ten. Um, we'll also probably have like three honorable mentions as well. Um, so that's coming. Stay tuned for that. Don't worry, we'll get that out to you. Um, also, this coming week, uh, our friend Diasta uh, Scott Die. If you uh, are a fan of Let's Plays on YouTube, check out his channel, Diosta. It's uh, D-Y-E-O-S-T-A, I believe. Um, check him out. He's been playing a lot of games, putting up a lot of content recently. But him and I and our other friend, uh, Kev, is going to talk about some games. We're going to do an episode on the, the best games. And just we're just going to talk about games as a whole in 2016. I think that'll be a fun episode, you know. Explore gaming and you know, expand more so we're not just talking about movies. Um, but yeah, those are things coming. And uh, if you are a listener of us, because I, I don't feel like we have a lot of uh, listeners. I don't know how many people actually listen to the whole thing as a whole, except for people I know. Um, but if you are out there and you are someone I know, or if you are someone I don't know and you listen to Cinema 7, I appreciate you and I thank you. Um, Make sure you uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, also, make sure to review us and give us some stars on there. That would be uh, really helpful and really cool. Um, I don't know if you can do anything on SoundCloud except comment. I don't know. You can share us, I guess, and give us hearts. That would be cool. Hearts are always cool. So I guess uh, that's it for uh, movie news and updates on... Cinema 7 and me telling you I appreciate you if you listen to us. Um, Hopefully you keep listening to us. Um, I'm saying um a lot. 
Um, but yeah, let's talk about uh, Barry and Southside with you. Welcome. I'm not gonna spend too much time on this because I'm by myself. It's gonna get a little boring. Let's be honest here. Probably half of you already quit listening to this. But yeah, uh, let's talk about Barry first because um, Southside with you is in a timeline ahead of Barry. Um, Barry's early 80s. Um, Southside with you is late 80s. But um, there we go again with the um. Barry is about when he first gets, like, first goes to a major college in New York City. Um, you get the sense that he's very intellectual, Barack Obama, uh, from a very, very early age. And uh, I think it Barry touches on it a little bit about his mom teaching him. And he, he really likes to read. You get the sense of that when he's walking through, like, Harlem and stuff. and. He buys a he he buys a book from this guy like every week or so. Excuse me. Hopefully I can cut that out, trim that down. That long pause. But yeah, he um you get a sense he's very intellectual at an early age. Um he's a very independent guy, I believe. Um it's probably because of his upbringing without, you know, really well, he, you get the sense he knows his dad, but he doesn't really um, he doesn't really see him, I guess, because his dad's in Kenya. But he grew up with his mom, who is, in this movie, they portray her as a very free spirit type of woman. Because um, halfway through the movie, you meet her, and she's like drinking and hanging out with them. Seems like a really cool mom, but probably a very frustrating type of mom to grow up with. Uh, he, he seems like he's struggling with, cause Barack Obama is half white, half black. So he, it seems like he's struggling with, um, being caught in the middle between, you know, does he hang out more, relate more with his white friends? Does he hang out or relate more with African Americans? Um, I think he battles with that in this movie and in Southside with you, I think he kind of. It seems like they make him pick a side, in a way, but you still get the sense that he's, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but in Barry, yeah, he's pretty much just battling with that and seeing where he can fit in and relate, and his his first girlfriend or first love or whatever is in the movie, and uh, I think her name was Jennifer or something, but she takes an infamous picture of uh, young Obama, which is kind of popular, I would say, in the last few years online. Um, him wearing a fedora or hat or whatever in the leather jacket, the bomber jacket, the Obama bomber jacket. He, um, but yeah, he, he really wants it to, to work, and she's very smart and intellectual as well, and you can tell she... You can tell she um, likes Barack, and uh, there's a moment in the film towards the end where he's at a like a family gathering with her, and everyone's white, and I don't think he fits in. He doesn't feel like he fits in, so he just, like, I think that um, fear of not being able to fit in makes him 
weave to consult and find himself even more instead of just, you know, being the outsider all the time. And I think he talks about that as well in Southside with You. And it almost seems like one is like a sequel of the other. Um, but yeah, and Barry, let's get back to Barry. Um, I'm kind of all over the place with Barry. Uh, he, when he first gets there, he, um, he can't get into his apartment building, which is, um, he's roommates with the guy who was in Boyhood, the kid from Boyhood. Uh, he, they're roommates, I guess. And then that guy ends up leaving and then he stays in, I think he gets another roommate. Towards the end, or no, that's towards the end. The guy's like, oh, I'm going to leave. And he's like, it's all good. But yeah, you get the sense that um, he's an outsider, I guess. He feels like an outsider throughout the whole movie. And it's just about him trying to find his way. And uh, college, I guess, from an early age is really about you finding your way. is in, in a lot of ways, finding yourself and finding what you want to become in the future, and I like how they, uh, put that in this movie. It's a really good, um, like, art house style movie. It's, uh, it's not a lot going on. It's, uh, kind of slow-paced, but it's, it's good how it psychologically lets you inside of Barack, um, at that time frame. It's on Netflix right now. Um, I don't know if Netflix is being very decent to or Netflix subscribers are being really fair with its rating. I think it's a better movie than the stars it's given. Um, if I were to grade it, Barry, I would say I would give it about an 8 out of 10, 8 to an 8.5 out of 10. It, like I said, it's kind of an art style movie, so it's not going to be for everybody, especially if you're an average moviegoer and you got Netflix and you're like, oh, let's watch this movie. It's about Barack Obama. Um, but yeah, I like how it lets you in. I don't know how much they consulted with him for the movie, but I would hope they sat down and got to talk to him and, or is it based off of a book he wrote or something? I, I just, I don't know. I, I should have done more research on that, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a good movie and it's really cool to see that we're, I mean, what other present do we have movies about? I mean, FDR, we see him in movies, but we don't really have a movie about him, really, except for um, that one where he's away in the retreat, and he has an affair, I believe, with one of the nurses. You know what I'm talking about? It's like when he first gets started, gets polio. Watching with my grandmother one time. But other than that, really, you, you, you see presidents in movies, but you never see a movie about the younger, like, how the president develops finding himself and I think that's very powerful and how important Barack Obama is to not only United States history well I guess right there he's important to our history I mean first African-American president and uh, I guess it's another way to get to know him because of all the backlash and stuff but I give Barry an eight to an eight point five. I see. I, I'm 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 pulling because there's. It is kind of. Uh, it does drag on. It feels like so you might get a little bored. But all in all, it's a great story. About like I said, uh, trying to find oneself. 
I didn't really talk about the movie. I kind of jumped around. My bad. I'm by myself. Look, I didn't really prepare. I'll be honest. Okay, it's hard. I was like, you know what? I just played some Rocket League matches. I won some. I got my butt kicked on the last one. I'm going to record and talk about these movies because I believe that these movies should be talked about, and I don't know if anyone else is. Um, so I'm going to talk about them. But yeah, uh, that was that's uh, if that sounds interesting, you go check out Barry on Netflix. And then the other one that just recently was released uh, digitally was Southside with You. I think it was it's on DVD and Blu-ray as well. But I rented that the other day, and I was watching that. Also, I think that's pretty good. But um, like I said, that's about Michelle Obama and Barack Obama's first date. But apparently, they've worked; they're working together. You get the backstory that they're working together. Um, so it starts off, she's consulting her family about, you know, it's not a date. We're just meeting up. It's for a work meeting. Um, Barack kind of says the same thing, but I think he, because he's talking to his grandparents, who are Caucasian. Um, I don't know why if I had to bring that up, but he's talking, I guess because that's his only communication uh, with family around this time, in the late 80s. Um, I think I believe they helped raise him as well. But he's talking to his grandmother, and she's like, are you ready for your date? And he, he kind of doesn't deny it that it's a date, but he, he doesn't want to say it is one as well, just in case. I, I think that's what men do. Like They kind of like, it's not a date, it's just meeting up, because they don't want to get their hopes up, you know? And women, I think, are more like, it's they're, they're already got in their mindset, it's either not a date or it is a date. Then again, I could be wrong. If you are a woman, message us on Twitter and tell me I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, he, uh, so he goes to pick her up and they play this cool 80s song. Um, they go on this, uh, he picks her up and he takes her on this big day-long type of date. Um, they go through, um, they're in Chicago in this movie, because cause Barry's in New York, this one's in Chicago, he transferred to go to a law school. Um, I should have said that, but I said it now. So, yeah, so they're going on this long date, and the whole date, throughout the whole day, is kind of like a big culture trip, like an African-American culture trip, and for being someone who's white, it's kind of unique and interesting to see um, this whole trip they take and their conversations and about African-American art and, uh, you know, them walking through graffiti or or talk, or um, the t- one tunnel they walk through uh, has people that passed away written on the walls. And that's that's a really... Unique scene, because uh, Michelle, I feel like, was kind of sheltered in her life, so she kind of gets to see a different side of not only her culture, but how to maybe... She gets to see what Barack is trying to do, like what he's fighting for. Cause I, does that make sense? Because in the movie, they have a conversation about... Um, being she's be uh, she's talking about how she's mistreated because she's African American, but on top of that, she's a woman. And then, you know, 
Obama's like, well, you gotta, you gotta fight for what you believe in, or take the cases that matter to you, or, um, something like that. I'm getting it all wrong, but all in all, like, it's just a, it's just a unique thing to see that their first date was a big culture trip, and then, you know, they go see a movie at, at the end, like, first, you know, they're getting ice cream, you know, they get, um, do all this, all this stuff, they go to art, uh, for African-American art, um, they, uh, go to a meeting, a town meeting in a church, and, uh, she gets to see, Bar- this is where you get to see, like, I guess, Barack's beginnings of him trying to help communities and where he started to do speeches and want to help not only African Americans but just help people in general. Um and that's a really cool really good uh scene there. And it's really funny cuz they keep saying, "Oh, you're Michelle, you're uh, Barack's um girl, you're Barack's lady uh you better keep him. He's a good man, but um he's handsome." But that's pretty that's pretty uh sweet little uh moment there in the movie. And then right afterwards they go see uh Spike Lee joint. They see they see um oh, what's the movie? It's his first movie. The one where they're like Black Panther eat the pizza, we eat the pizza. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Spike Lee joint. Do the right thing, that's what it is. I don't know why I forgot. But they see that, and that's a whole nother uh, thing in itself to see, you know, police brutality, which is um, a really big thing in 2016 and now, currently, um, pop up. And they show that, which is uh, a really unique thing um, that African Americans have to deal with is the discrimination of law enforcement officers, even... I mean, since forever, basically, since forever, uh, and that's a powerful thing you see in the movie as well, and it's funny that a movie from 1989, you know, can still be shown, like, it was an issue then, obviously, and it's still an issue now, um, it was just unique to see, like, you know, how it's a big issue, how it's a big thing now, with Black Lives Matter, but then to visit a movie from 1989 that it was still, like, a big issue that we gotta stop discriminating against African Americans with uh, police brutality. I mean, I mean, we discriminate against everybody. America sucks, um, right now. But, if you don't think America sucks, hit us up on Twitter. But anyway, um... It's just a it's just a really good uh it's weird to see these two actors after you see Barry and then watch this it's kind of weird to see the actor change cuz I thought the actor in Barry was a lot better than the guy in Southside with you who played Barack Obama. Um I thought the guy with Barry should have played him in this movie. I think that would have been a little um I know, a little cooler. Uh, the chick who played Michelle, she's a very pretty woman. Um, she gets a little annoying at some parts. 
where she's really forcing herself to try to do Michelle's voice. But, I mean, those are my only complaints. It's just weird to see a date movie about President Obama and the First Lady, I guess. Um, By the end of it, you kind of get used to it. Picture it more of like an 80s romantic movie, I guess. At least that's what it feels like in the first 10 minutes. It feels like an 80s uh, romance movie. I'd probably give Southside with you probably an 8 out of 10 as well. It's really good. Um, Like I said, it's just weird to see. No, you know what? No, Barry's a little bit better. So I'd give Barry probably an 8.5 and Southside with you I'd give it an 8. Because, like I said, it's just... um, It's just weird to see a movie about the president and the first lady's first date. But it's... uh. It's good. It's it's good. I just seeing it after Barry just kind of you're kind of like uh, I don't know. That's just my opinion. But definitely check those two movies out, especially if um, you're not a Barack Obama hater. Because I mean, if you are, that's kind of ridiculous. But I would definitely check those movies out. They're they're pretty good. Um, that's all I have for today. It's gonna be it's a quick episode, and I hope I wasn't that bad by myself. If I was, you know, I don't know. Just let me know. If I was better than I think I am right now by myself, then definitely let me know. But yeah, that's uh, Barry and Southside with you. I didn't want to. I I can't go into in depth with it because, like I said, I didn't really prepare. Um, I should have repair. I should have prepared but I just really wanted to talk about those movies and get it out there um hopefully I can uh get um, somebody else and we'll talk about those uh talk about those movies more in depth but until then um we're cinema seven like I said check us out on twitter at cinema seven underscore podcast uh we're also on facebook at cinema the number seven e-v-e-n cinema seven um yeah, you can follow us there, and we'll post some stuff. And also be on the lookout, like I said, for me and Diasta's uh, gaming episode with uh, special guest Kevin. Um, and then our top ten is coming within the week. So, hopefully. So, uh, stay tuned for that and more Cinema 7 stuff. Um, if you have any suggestions, uh, hit us up on Twitter, like I've been saying. Um, email us at cinema7podcast at gmail.com. Um, until next time, uh, oh, we also have a website, cinema7podcast.com. It's just cinema and then the number seven podcast.com. And I think our email is on there as well. I haven't updated it recently. Uh, I've been working a lot. You know, we're, we don't really have any sponsorship or anything to help pay for the episode. We're going to probably try to set up something with donations. So it's very independent right now. And, you know, we have regular jobs. We don't have a lot of time. So. But don't worry, I'm gonna fix that up. I'm gonna fix the website. So hit it, look at look us up on there, and you'll see our um, email and stuff. But if you did listen and you didn't get bored, uh, thank you. And uh, as always, while you listen, uh, don't forget to watch with us and explore with us. Thank you.